Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Everyday Bubbly. I'm Taylor. And I'm Allegra, and we're so glad to have you here. Each episode, we'll be choosing some of the big and small moments from the past week. And keeping it real about everything in between. So let's kick things off by popping open a bottle of bubbly. Hey everyone, welcome back to the latest episode of Everyday Bubbly with Allie and Taylor. Um, Allie, what are we cheersing with this week? We have got a uh, cava from Spain. Los Dos is the brand picked up from our friendly neighborhood H-E-B. Yeah, I, not that this is one of them, but I was surprised to see that H-E-B had such a good organic wine selection. I, yeah, I love shopping for like wine at H-E-B. You can use the Favor app and get it like delivered. I just love H-E-B. Like I know that this wasn't about grocery stores, but I think H-E-B is the world's best grocery store. It is. Cheers, H-E-B. Cheers, (laughs) H-E-B. Let's open this up. (laughs) You guys, we're in a bit of a a brain dead mood today. So we're just going to roll with the punches. I think that it's probably fitting for our topic this week, which is work-life balance. And, you know, I don't know that we're feeling, I'm waiting for Allie to pop this cork. I'm like staring, just go ahead, do it. Ah! Oh, bye pups. Yeah, we're feeling a little bit brain dead. And sometimes you just have those kind of weeks. Like not every week is going to be a great week. And honestly, like going- A bubbly week. (laughs) Not every week's going to be a bubbly week. And like, I struggled, I will say, to come up with a cheers for this week. It wasn't a bad week. It just was kind of like a blah, this week is happening and I'm going through the motions kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's just it's just a strange one. It's been a long just day today too. For, for most of you guys, we've still been trying to work through our like recording cadence. Sometimes we record on Saturday early afternoon. Sometimes we record on Sundays. Today is... 6 30 p.m on a wednesday (laughs) yeah we're trying to get into like an actual rhythm and routine because it's really hard to like make a life schedule when you're trying to figure out your podcast at the moment's notice so trying to go for a weekly cadence here and we'll see what happens we'll report back hopefully you guys aren't already turned off by the fact that we're kind of tired this is just you know it's real life it is we always say we were going to keep it real on the show so i think that's what we're doing Allie, what are you cheersing to this week with our kava from H-E-B? So this week uh, has been very uneventful, but keeping with the motion that we cheers to even the smallest of things, I am cheersing to having a presentation off of my plate. It was kind of looming over my head, client presentation, and I was very anxious about presenting and... It was supposed to be yesterday, got moved to today, but it went off and it went off without a hitch and it went really well. And so There's- I'm cheersing to a good presentation that is now complete. Cheers. There's something so weirdly stressful about being so ready for a presentation and then it getting moved at the last minute. And like you have all that adrenaline ready and you're like, I can do this, I'm going to do it. And then you have to wait an extra 24 to 36 hours and it kind of ruins the momentum for me a little bit sometimes and it's funny we'll probably talk about this in more depth later but um i i feel like i only have so many like 
presentation outfits and yeah. I wasted one yesterday and so I had to find a new one today. Oh, that's and the so worst. It was just kind of funny that, you know, but I'm actually glad because we added a couple more things into the presentation that we didn't have yesterday. And I think it just really rounded out the overall kind of flow of that half hour. So, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I, like I said, I struggled to come up with a really good cheers for this week. And again, that just, that's just life sometimes. And I ended up finding myself torn between two. So one, um, this artist I really like out of New Orleans, she's like this girl in her mid twenties, I think maybe late twenties now does these really cool abstract face paintings, which mm. sounds a little bit weird, but she just did a series that was like more bar cart inspired. And she did one of a Tito's bottle that I've been having my eye on. And she did a sale for her birthday the other day. So I was able to snag this piece I've been wanting on a discount. Um, so that's one cheers. Or I booked the Airbnb for my friend's wedding in September, which is only a month away. I feel like, I mean, they got engaged 2021. So I feel like I've been waiting for this for a yeah. while. Um, but got our Airbnb booked for Cleveland in which should be a pretty fun neighborhood. I haven't stayed in, it's in Tremont. I haven't stayed in Tremont before in Cleveland, but there's like cute things around. There's like a lot of bars and like good breweries and shit like that. So excited to explore somewhere new. Cool. Yeah. You have to report back. I've actually never been to Cleveland. I will say I liked Cleveland so much. I think if I'd been there by myself, it'd be one thing, but like going with somebody who was born and raised in Cleveland was actually so fun. She like showed me around to all the cool spots there's this one wine bar called Flight that they serve all of their wines in flights, which sounds very obvious. Um, Wait, is this the Flight bar that also serves like all of their food in flights too? I didn't. I don't know. I don't think I got food when I was there. Did you? I you saw it, a video on TikTok of a place called Flights that had. They might have everything was in flights. Like you could order French fries, and it was three different. Types oh no, of French I don't. Fries it wasn't macaroni, that big. and it was like three. They were like all little, but it was like. Flights oh. of mac and cheese or flights of French fries, and they were Wait, all like, that's different cute. flavors. It was no, like, I don't think it was. And were the servers dressed up in like? No. Okay. They weren't like dressed in any special attire. It was like very. Well, this was just some like a cute wine bar restaurant that was somewhere that huh. I was like, huh, what an idea. Well, if anybody knows about this restaurant flight, let us know because I don't, I don't know that one. But the wine bar flight's cute, and Cleveland's pretty cute, surprisingly I love enough. A good wine, wine flight. I think you would really like, that's the first place I had a shambong was at. Flight. I have shambongs. Oh, why have we never shambonged? Hold on, listeners. We may need to pause and do a shambong to wake us up. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I'm not opposed. Actually, Listen, pause it. Yeah, okay. Sorry, we'll be, be right back. back. Hey, listeners. So we're back. We just <laughs> uh, did a little shambong action. We'll post the video on our Insta and so you guys can see it. For anyone that's not familiar, we did not just do like, a bong hit oh of, god no. weed or something i thought I, mean, I had to preface that for anyone listening or blaze up if you want to not my bag no personally but it is a it's like a take on a beer bong that you like consume a beverage super quickly you'll see we're gonna we took a video of us doing it yeah it, and much like doing a beer bong it's the bubbles that really get you when you're trying to drink fast but yeah it was it was your first shambong. I know, and I've had these uh, devices. I got a, as a gift from a client, and they're basically like champagne flutes, but they have an extended 
I don't know. End of it. That's in a V shape. Extended hollow stem. (coughs) Sorry, I got bubbles in my throat. Yeah, it's like an extended hollow stem at an angle so you can tilt it, tip it over, and and drink it. Yeah. So we just we just did that, and you know, we needed that. I don't. I regret nothing. Honestly, I I very much needed a little bit of a shake up. So and we were laughing the entire time. So we needed that. Yes. But yeah, I mean, going into what we were planning on talking about today, which is work-life balance, this is a, such a deep, heavy, I think you could have an entire podcast series, like not even an episode, but like seasons and seasons of a podcast just based around like how to find work-life balance. And if that's even like a realistic goal, I've heard a lot of, even my own manager has said, not like to me in a, like in a negative way or anything like that, just like a statement that he's made is like, there's not really such a thing as work-life balance because if you balance things, one is always out of balance. Like there's no like perfect middle Mm. point. So it's more about work-life integration truly and like making sure that you can, that allows, I think integration allows for more of a waxing and waning because I think it's just realistic that sometimes work takes up all of your energy. There's like seasons of the year maybe where it takes up all of your energy and there's seasons where like, family and home life takes up all of your energy and like it's all just a waxing and waning and I I do really like the idea of a work-life integration as opposed to this like elusive balance that we will never perfectly strike. That's such an insightful way of looking at it because I feel like people are always trying to they're always saying and trying to achieve work-life balance and yeah like what does that really mean because you're so right sometimes like work is slower and you're kind of craving to be busy again or you're drowning in work like I am right now and just trying to carve out time for loved ones for your sanity so yeah I like that idea of like it's an integration and you don't there is there's no right or wrong balance is yeah there's no right or wrong way of balancing the scales yeah because I think with the with the balance like then there's like one balance point and everything else is unbalanced which isn't fair like it's not giving you as an individual enough credit for what you're doing or like your circumstances enough credit so I don't know that's one thing I think I've tried to live my life by is more of that work-life integration and like trying to to marry all of it together in a way that's sustainable and like tenable in the long term as opposed to anything else it's a good way of looking at it I think maybe it'd be helpful. I, I know that we touched on this in like episode number one. So if you all want a, a deeper dive, you can go back and listen there, but just a little bit of a, who we are in terms of work, I think might be helpful. So people can really visualize if you want to go first or I can go first. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, um, I can go. So I work in the entertainment and event production world. Um, I have been an event producer for about 10 years now kind of started out as an event coordinator and events manager and have worked my way up to being an event producer and then a senior producer and now um, i have been with the agency i've been working with for five years just over five years now and i was just recently promoted to uh being the head of our experiential agency line of business so my company produces many events that our company owns. And so like the financial risk is on the company and we get sponsorships and sell tickets for things like that. But 
the line of business that I oversee now is any client work. So if a company wants to produce an event or they want to do like an activation at a music festival, they would hire us to produce that for them. How long have you been in that role? Like three months now? Uh, since April. So since April. yeah, it's very new yeah. still. But the biggest thing is that I've been doing this new role and still doing all of my duties of my old role while we've been determining the resource and staffing plan and trying to hire a replacement to take yeah. on that stuff. That's so. so tough to like try and balance like you're doing two people's full-time jobs right now. Pretty much right now. And it's, yeah, it's definitely been a little bit of a struggle, but I, you know, was totally game for the challenge. They didn't just drop this on me. It was something that I definitely I was a great opportunity. part it's of the conversation. Yeah. To do and like it's the next step in my career for sure. It just happened. I don't think any of us were expecting it to happen that quickly, but, um, somebody left our company and said there was a hole. And so I stepped in to fill that hole and it's just kind of grown into this new role. And I love my job. I love the people I work with. Um, but it's definitely, it's a grind right now, at least yeah. as we, as we're entering our busy fall and winter season like of events. season is your busy season. I know. Like, I feel like winter is like very busy, but like you're busy, which is so interesting compared to like, I feel like my schedule is a lot more, yeah, and then I come from a very different world from <laughs> production. I work in the tech industry right now. I work at a B2B media company based here in Austin. Um, I, I've been in the company for like a year and a half, almost. It'll be two years in January, so a year and a half. And surprisingly, unlike you, I feel like you're a very loyal company girl. This is the long, I think this will be the longest I've ever worked at a company. Like when I hit my two year mark, that will be the longest I've ever worked at one place in my career like I've always left before then which Crazy. is wild um but yeah I started this company as a paid growth marketing manager aka like running Facebook ads and helping grow our business mm -hmm. that way that's what like I think the entire time you've known me I've been in the like a yeah. paid growth side of yeah. things yeah yeah um and then got a really cool opportunity but kind of like you to transition into a new role at the company and now I work on our innovation team coming up with new products and being kind of like, not necessarily a thought leader. I don't think that's an accurate way of saying it, but more like a, a gap finder, which sounds weird, but like I look at different industries and I see where gaps in those industries are, whether it's HR or healthcare tech or whatever, like franchises, these are like actual examples. I see where gaps are in those industries. And then my team and I, our innovation team comes up with products to like fill those gaps. So my role is to like do a lot of research in these industries, talk to users, talk to like the end consumer, talk to creators in these industries and like learn what we can do and then come up with project plans about how to bring these ideas to life. I think that might be the most succinct way I've ever described I know. That. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know that's what you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I've been in like a weird it's been a very light season for me and not, I think we're in a, my company is very young. Like I joined within the first two months of the company launching. So we are very much like a fresh startup and like there is a lot of chaos for lack of a better word that comes along with that, where we're all trying to build the plane as we're flying it. Yep. 
which is crazy and weird and we use that phrase all the time it's like such a corporate phrase oh my gosh um but like very much in that that phase of life right now my team the innovation team is only three people so i have my manager i have myself and then i have my co-worker my other co-worker and he actually just left like a month ago so it's just the two of us for right now so we are mm. also in a in an area of flux where like what does the future look like for us like what does our processes need to be do we replace our co-worker who was great and like is irreplaceable in a specific sense like do we try and replace him do we go in a totally different direction so like because of that we're kind of in a weird holding pattern yeah which is i think makes it for an interesting dynamic between you and i ali because like you were you're also in transition, but like chaotic transition. And I'm yeah. in a transition that's more of a like sit back and for me anyway, because my manager is the decision maker in some of this, like a sit back and like see what happens mm-hmm. kind yeah. of decision making process. And it's just been, it's been a really interesting couple of weeks as we like navigate that. Yeah, <laughs> that was, that was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, transition can definitely be tough. Um, it's just all about the support and the team you have behind it. It's, I feel, I feel like with with what I've been dealing with, it's I've been so glad that I've had an amazing staff, amazing team of people who have helped me kind of catch up to learn the things I didn't know um, with this new position. And now we're just kind of we're kind of in that exact same thing. We're we're building the plane while flying it. We are executing a bunch of fall events and fall activations while also trying to spend enough time ideating like the business for 2024. And because we have like revenue goals that we have to hit for that. And we had to build our pipeline of targets of who we're going after for growing the business and who we want to do business with. So it's been a little bit of like a strategic position I've never been in before in terms of like, before I was very much in like a reactive position, like this is the client, we're going to do this project for them. You're assigned to it, go produce this. Yeah. And now it's a little bit more, it's a little bit more like, okay, like we have a little bit of time now that we can discuss like what kind of work we want to go after. What is our focus area? Because like with, with contracted work events, you could do anything. You could do yeah. like a football fan fest. You could do a bespoke dining experience for a corporate company. You could do a concert. You could do um, like a golf tournament. There's just yeah. all kinds of things. So you got to like kind of narrow down like what area. It's so interesting. I feel like on. weirdly enough, we, you and I like talk about work in like a oh my god things are like so crazy right now capacity like sorry i didn't text you back for like seven hours i'm but underwater but listening to you say that like it's so we're kind of in the same phase without realizing because that's also like as we're sitting back trying to figure out what the next step is we have the ability to decide what kind of projects we want to go after and like how Mm -hmm. we want to format our team to go after those projects and like what does our 2024 and beyond look like yeah like the multi your multi-year planning and not just oh taking it one month at a time or one year at a time now you're actually at a point where you're like 
oh, okay, like our goals are to scale by this much year yeah. over year and how are we going to get there? Yeah. So. What do you think are some of the like, I mean, we're in, again, you're in like such a stressful, like chaotic energy right now. What has been the easiest thing for you to work towards your like work life integration? Because it sounds like you're in a spot where work is kind of taking the bigger part of that pie right now, just because of like what's happening at work because you don't have like a consistency right now. No, I think, I think it helps that I've been at the company for five years and I've established um, a reputation that I am on it, that I am responsive to things to the point that I don't have to feel like I have to answer right away, or I can take some time in my evenings and on the weekends to not be working. And my colleagues know that just because I'm not answering right away, if they email me like late at night or over the weekend that I'm not like pushing it off. So um, I've just really tried to establish like, even though it's so busy right now um, that I do still take time for myself and I'm not, I almost give give myself time to like not think about work because at this point I'm like dreaming about work. Like, Uh, and I'm like, can I just like clock those, those hours in? Are those billable hours? Yeah. I'm wake up exhausted because I'm having dreams about presentations and proposals. And, and, uh, so, you know, I just try at the evenings when you cook dinner, like try to put the phone and email away and like turn music on and like talk about, things outside of work or in the evening, like put on a silly show to watch. Like we've been saying, we're watching Seinfeld. Yeah. Um, and there are some days where I have to have the computer out and I have to be working on that presentation or working on the quarterly review with my executive team. It doesn't always go away just because it's 10 o'clock at night. So yeah, and I'm glad to have a really supportive partner that doesn't make me feel bad for doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, so. I feel like sometimes I should probably be a little bit more integrated. I think I, I set very strong boundaries, even not during this time of like, kind of a weird reset. But like, in general, I set very strong boundaries between myself and work. Like I don't have slack notifications or I mean, you guys use teams at your company, but like any mm. of my like your instant message for work like i don't have notifications turned on my phone unless i'm mentioned direct like if somebody's adding me or if i'm like being direct message i think i get a notification but like i we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording when we were like reviewing i was like my big thing is like nothing i'm doing is life or death i'm not a brain surgeon i'm not an emt like i'm not nobody's gonna die if i don't respond to the copy on a landing page that I'm working on. So like, that's been a big thing for me to give myself when I'm when I'm at work, I'm at work and I'm giving it my all and like I'm dialed in and focused. But when I'm not, I don't want to be contacted. Yeah, I feel like that's the hard part of like, sometimes the work life balance, if people work from home or work remote, um, they don't they can't just and you work from home quite a bit too. Mm But I've heard that is like, if they don't have an office that they're going into, like, how do they shut off the work when they're already at home? You know, and yeah. then, then they just go to another room, but sometimes you move around your laptop to work. So it can be hard. I think I need to be better. I, I, I try. There's a balance in There's it. There's a balance. Um, you know, I don't look at email until, you know, 8 a.m. I don't, I, I stopped doing that. I stopped like 
first thing I do when I wake up, which is normally like between 6.30, 7am, I will like get up, go to the bathroom, take the dogs out, do that stuff. And I won't, or I'll open my phone and like look at social, but I won't go to my email yeah. until eight o'clock. Yeah. So. No, I think that's a great, that's like just, we are very different industries and I think that our boundaries and like our stopping points like reflect that. Yeah. Cause I, I don't think I have, I don't have a time that I let myself start looking at work stuff. I usually try and do it around that. My schedule is also very flexible working from home. We have like no set hours, like just get your work done. We have like core hours that people are usually online, but like nobody is harassing me if I'm not responding to emails by nine, which has happened in like previous jobs. So I feel like I'm very flexible about when I look at my email or like look at Slack or like look at work stuff for the first time, which I do feel very lucky to have. And I think you were mentioning earlier how it's hard to create those like physical boundaries sometimes if you are working from home. And I know at our last, like before we moved into this most recent house and when I, we had first moved into our last place, I didn't have my own office and I would use the kitchen table yeah. as my desk. And that was awful. Yeah. I would leave my computer there at the end of the day and then have to move my computer when it's dinner time. And you like, don't really get that separation. But again, I think that's part of the like integrating work into your life and integrating your life with your work and like making sure that it's all one cohesive soup as opposed to like portioned out yeah. meals if that yeah. made, that was a weird analogy that, that was, was a weird, weird analogy really that was a shambong y'all uh weird analogy but like yeah I, I think that like instead of trying again going back to balance versus integration is like how can I make life more of work how do you make life part of like work well, for me, it's easy, though, because like, I do events for a living, I go to events on the weekend for fun. But anytime I'm at an event or putting on an event or attending an event, I'm always looking at it from, from a event producer. I like I I've went heard to a lot of I've listened to a lot of your feedback when we've been at events. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the worst was I went with my sister to a friend of hers party. And the whole time I'm like, refilling the coolers with ice and like opening up the wines and like recorking them so people don't have to like open them with the wine opener and she's like stop it you're not working you don't even know these people just have a good time but it's so hard for me to like disconnect that yeah it's just such a part of, of I get like yeah I was a marketer in my before I'm in my innovation role and like my marketing brain doesn't turn off like we will Nick and I will be watching Hulu on the couch at night. I'm like, oh, that was a really good ad. Did you hear the hook on that ad? Like, what do you think? <laughs> like, who do you think their target demographic? Oh my, so do you like is? love the Super Bowl ads, or do you? Hate I actually that? never watched Super what? Bowl ads. I because it's just a different the the target audience Super of a. I mean, I'm not saying that they're not important, but like, I like the ads that people are running all the time, and not when it's the Super Bowl. Because I think that says more about like your budget and your like your actual brand messaging that's true when it's when it's like the middle of september as opposed mm -hmm. to like february 2nd like i think yeah. those are very like who are you when people aren't watching i think it's so interesting and i like i have a lot of pictures of like facebook ads in my phone because you just like learn from what other people are doing 
yeah, I could see that. I do that with, with events for sure. So I think one of my ways that I try and like integrate life into work is like not living for the weekend. So not working Monday through Friday and then trying to cram all of my social activities into Saturday and Sunday, because sometimes you get to the end of your work week and you're just like, don't want to do that. A, like you just want to sit at home by yourself. Yep. But like, can, can, can attest to that. Can attest to that. But like also sometimes like, then you end up cramming your Saturday and Sunday so full. Cause you're like, oh, I have to see this person. I haven't seen this person. Like I like to try and do fun things throughout the week. Yeah. I want to have like, a ha- I did a happy hour with my work bestie on last Thursday. We do podcast stuff now on Wednesdays or like meeting up with a friend to work from home together and like work from coffee shop together on a Tuesday and like having little things that let my life be part of work as opposed to like trying to have this strict separation between the two. Yeah, I can, I, I, I feel like after work, cause I do still go into an office for most of the work week. And by the time I get home from work, I'm like, Oh, I'm so tired. Um, but it's, it's definitely a good way of framing that because sometimes like after a busy work week during the weekend, I just want to like, kind of lays around or get my house in order, you know, the things that I put off during the week because I was out the office and not home doing laundry. So I can see both, both aspects, but like, yeah, planning a fun dinner or happy hour that you can go to straight from, from work and then go home afterwards. All about that. Yeah. One of my first jobs when I moved to Austin was downtown, like downtown Austin, 16 Congress. I made a really good group of friends there. And I feel like we always had so many activities. Maybe it's because we just were downtown already in our early 20s. Yeah. But like always had so many like fun things that we were doing afterwards. I'm and I kind of think even downtown now, I'd be like, peace, I'm going home. <laughs> yeah. I, feel like, I mean, the COVID has definitely changed what downtowns look like. But I don't know. I, I kind of wish I brought more of that into my life now instead of it having to be like a production to like go out on a weekday. Like it just kind of like rolling straight from that into what, like straight from work into whatever is, I don't know. I just love it. I wish I had more of that in my life. Well, let's do it. Let's Let's like start making, I know I think doing our podcasts like during the week and that helps and I'm going to go to, I'm going to a concert tomorrow. So I'm excited to do that. Like, and not be, I feel like it makes the week go by quicker too yeah. when you have things to look forward to throughout the week. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, it's so interesting that I didn't realize we were in such similar place. Like we talk all the time about yeah. like work in like one capacity, but I just but don't I'm think always I like I'm drowning, and you're like, look, I just made this new graphic for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I just went on a walk at noon, and I'm I like, just I had ten meetings back to back. You literally to back. did have ten meetings, and that made my tummy hurt. Like I think that I had was- ten meetings. I don't know. I'm not a very, my current company, my last company was, but my current company is not very meeting heavy. So that makes things a lot easier. Well, one thing I wanted to share, cause we were talking about it that made me laugh is, okay. So we had an issue with like email security a couple weeks back, essentially like someone had hacked into like my CFO's email and like basically got their names added to our like bank account. Oh, Wait, that's serious. No, it was like really bad. Like it wasn't just like a phishing email. They like had somehow gotten into his email. We're sending emails from his email and, but hiding 
like the emails from and to about wait this that's wild crazy anyways since that happened they've set up like a bunch of different security uh features. layers features to our email one of which is like a two basically authentic authentication with an authenticator app uh, you don't yeah. know what that is it's too long to explain but it requires like a third party app that you use to like yeah get a code to confirm on the email anyways so everyone in our office today had to basically like re-log into their emails with the authenticator app and have been having like some issues i didn't have any issues on my computer but i'm just now realizing that i haven't gotten an email since yesterday on my oh. phone and i'm like wow, maybe I don't fix this. Maybe I just let maybe my this phone is, not have this is your new my future. work email. And I look at emails on my computer. That would drive you bananas. I have Teams still on my phone that I can use. And I actually, I think my Outlook, yeah, my Outlook app works. Oh, my, my phone just flew out of my hand. My Outlook app works, but my mail app that I do most of my email on mm. is not synced oh anymore. yeah it's probably hard to like reconfirm and like do all of that through like the the mail app yeah so maybe you just live this as your truth moving forward yeah fuck that'd it that'd be nice so maybe we'll see if it drives me bananas i'm sure I I, yeah i would say give it like all on. of like give it the rest of this week and yeah. see how you feel yeah, that could yeah. be amazing what an amazing little experiment we'll test that out uh because otherwise yeah, you know, I find myself checking it all the time just as a way to like... You check your email a lot. It's a way, like, if I see that I don't have any emails and no one's waiting on me, I can actually, like, relax for a little bit, I feel like. If it's during uh, yeah. the work week. I feel like I check my emails and, like, people are waiting on me. And then I panic. And then I close my emails. And then I don't respond for three to five business days. Oh, my God. Which is also how I respond to text messages. Like, if I... I will either respond, you've seen... I yeah. will respond to you immediately. Like the phone is actively in my hand. And send me like seven texts in a row or. Or you're not going to hear from me for a week. Yeah. There is no in between. Truth. It like stresses me out and when I'm, I see that. I'm the opposite. I respond to everything like right away. I always have my phone on me, which is why half the time I'm like, why aren't you responding to me? Yeah. I know you happens. have your phone on you. Do I? I have my phone on me. I, I wander away from my phone all of the time. Yeah. Have you been to Cork and Screw? What is that? Oh, it's wait. Yeah, we've been together. Cork and screw. That's where Camp East. That's where I got the. Oh yeah, yeah. I was thinking that oh, we should go place. again. They do half off bottles on Thursdays. Okay, we definitely need to go. But when you said that, it made me like have PTSD. On the bar at the Trail of Lights is called Cork and Slay. Oh, that's. A, is it owned by Cork and Screw? No, it's our bar. I don't know who came up with the that's name. That's a of weird. It. I mean, it's a weird name. I don't cork and slay. I think we're changing it this year, but cork, cork and slay like uh. No, I I get it. Like, like jingle jingle, jingle sleigh bell. bells. Santa's sleigh. No, I get it. it's just like a cork and sleigh seems like it's a weird combo. I didn't like, come up with it. I don't know what a better combo. I can't think on the spot right now, but. But you know, like how like, I feel like like any sleigh kind of bells boutique place boutiques type place is like you combine one word plus another word and that's the name that's of the name your... of it it's like very early 2000 like early 2010s um blog names 
So do you ever like there was like cupcakes and cashmere or like oh yeah leopard and leopold that's made up leather like, and lace yeah they were all like blank and blank blank and blank it was like such yeah. a thing of the times it really was although one of my favorite restaurants in Austin before they closed was called Fork and Vine I don't it think I've ever been so to Fork and Vine good it was up north they closed like five years six years ago oh Maybe. then yeah I was definitely not going up north six years ago yeah. It was such a cute, like, farm-to-table spot, though. It's actually, have you heard of the uh, restaurant called Phoebe's? Oh, Diner? I love Phoebe's. Same same owner. Oh, I'm a big Phoebe's fan. I used to go love religiously, Phoebe's. like, once a week. When? Wait, oh, on Old Torf? On the, the one on Old Torf. Uh, yeah. Dan and I would go. Nice. Because you used to live right down there, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. We go every, every, like, Saturday or something. I realized that they have one, like, downtown now. It's like... Do you know where the old Central Library was? Like where the no. Austin History Center is? Do you know no. where 11th Street is? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Is it like, uh, like where Nickel City is? No, no. Like way west of that. Like way west. Like Colorado and 11th. Oh. Like down the capital. Yes. But okay. like farther west. Okay. It's yeah. like six blocks. I think it's a. I think it's at Eleventh and almost West Avenue. Um, there's a Phoebe over there. It's like tiny. Oh yeah, they're op- they opened another one. Yeah. So you knew this whole time. I, I've been trying to practice on my active listening skills and. It's not active listening if you're just saying wrong well, streets. You were saying Eleventh, and I was like imagining Eleventh East. No. Okay. I have been meaning to go to Nickel City though. It's fine. We still need to go to Lockhart. We still haven't yeah. been because the owner of Nickel City owns yep. a bar, Lockhart. And old, I just Old Pal. Old Pal. I love it so much. They have Tendy Tuesday. Mm. So we should Speaking go for a Tuesday. Tendies, Hattie B's Hot Chicken, the famous mm. national restaurant, is opening up where Maria's Tacos Express used to be. Oh, on South Lamar? Mm hmm. What an interesting spot for them. I'm so excited. It's one of my favorite spots in Nashville. Like, I don't think when we've I never, I've never had there. it. I've had Tumble 22 an it's awful better. lot. It's better. it's better. I really like Tumble 22. I do too, but Hattie Bees is better. It's like What are your OG thoughts on chicken? Spicy Boys? Uh, I like it. Okay. The trailer? Yeah. Yeah. They have like so many locations. I don't I didn't know that. They have like six different trailers. All across town? Yeah. Why don't I ever see them? Uh, because they're all at breweries. Oh. And you're not at the brewery. I'm not a brewery you're girl. You're not a brewery girl. We went to we went to Zilker where they have, um, not Zilker. It was Saint Elmo's. Mm. Yeah, that used to be there. It's not there anymore. No, it's right? still there. Oh, it is still there. We, whenever we go back to Louisiana, we're talking about crawfish to Nick's family. He loves to talk about the time that we went. You, me, and Nick oh, went to the Viet Cong place at Austin Winery, and how oh. how it was like twelve dollars a pound for crawfish he the last time we were there it was like mid crawfish season we went out for crawfish it was i think i sent you a screenshot or like it's a screen it's a picture when it's in real life not a screenshot i sent you a picture of the menu and it was like 250 a pound no for crawfish yeah. and it was like 1350 Louis- so here unfair in louisiana i we went when we went to like charles like earlier in the spring i mean we just gorged ourselves on crawfish because it's just so much cheaper like here we'll like split three pounds between the two of us there i'm pretty sure we each got four pounds i mean i feel like shoal creek is pretty um they're not like 
stupid prices but like the yeah the trucks that are around town the pop-ups that happened are like excessive yeah i don't know why we haven't gone to new orleans together still i know do you remember when i produced the crawfish festival i loved it i was thinking about it the other day i wore my cross my croston shirt shirt with the and that koozie stays in my car it stays in my car too it's a good koozie yep yeah i don't know the twist and snap i don't know why we haven't we need to go to New Orleans together during crawfish season. That seems like the best time for us to go. We yeah. would devour, we would eat them out of crawfish. Mm-hmm. Stop it in Lake Charles on the way back. Yeah, I've never been to Lake Charles. If we're driving. I wouldn't drive, actually. But I mean, it's, it's only a five-hour drive. It's not bad to Lake Charles. Yeah, but it's a 50-minute flight to New yeah, Orleans. That's true. So that's it's true. so easy to just fly. Very true. Although flights have gotten more expensive. They used to be so cheap. It used to be like 70 bucks. When Nick and I first started dating, it was $70 round trip. Well, you were saying that flights to Orlando are like, there will be cheaper flights for Disney. Cause I keep, I look like every I saw week. on Austin Escape ATX. That's what it was. They had flights for, I'm looking it up right now, for like 130 round trip. That's not bad. Yeah, because the ones I was seeing was like 149 one way. No. Austin to from Orlando, August through December. Well, right. So I said December, but like we're going in January. If they extend this, like that's very cheap. Yeah. Well, we've definitely gone off. (laughs) Yeah. I, sorry, listeners. I'm sure you guys were very excited to listen about work, but the thing is sometimes it's just not fun. And that's okay. Like, it's okay that it's not fun. And it's okay that, like, we struggle to come up with good cheers for this week. And, like, sometimes you just need to think about other things. Talk about food. Because food always makes me happy. Truly. If you guys are interested, we will talk more about work. And, like, maybe we can do some solos about that. But, like, we came in here with the best of intentions. And then we realized... We, we, I personally don't think I would listen to a podcast just about other people talking about work. And if you are listening for that topic, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the support, mom and dad. And yeah, I'm also going to say the shambong kind of got me distracted. You can't do a shambong and then talk about like those two things are like, but we needed the pick me up. We did need the pick me up. No regrets. I know, man. I have big plans for this office space too at my, at my house. I'm just going to have it floor to ceiling, Harry Styles pictures, just like at my office office, my desk is covered. In the Harry. listeners can't see how uh, oversized my eyes are getting at the idea of just wallpapered hair. But like Adam sits in here too. No, his wall won't have Harry. But just this wall. Oh, okay. Just one wall. That, that seems like, more So fair. I have like the mag, I have magazines, Harry Styles magazines that I'm going to frame. I've got a Harry Styles pillow. Just, the pillow has been staring at me this entire time. He's it's a little beautiful. aggressive. Oh, yeah. Here. Yeah. Sequin uh... him the other way. Here we go. <laughs> That's somehow weird worse. and worse. Um, you know, Allie, let's not let's just pretend that we're not talking about work anymore at all. What's your favorite thing that you're most excited for in the month of August? Because it's a new month. It's like August. Today's the first, today's the second. Today's the second. What's your favorite thing that's going to happen in the month of so, August? So t- I just got to say, today's the second. This episode's going to launch next week. Perfect. And my, the thing I'm most looking forward to, the month of August. Oh, it's actually how it goes with my song of the week. Oh. But 
next weekend is Austin Pride. Oh my and god, it's already Pride, here. The Pride Parade. So I am on the board of directors for the Equality Alliance. We are doing an amazing party, viewing party for the Pride Parade downtown at 800 Congress. You Wait, can tickets I tickets online? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll buy a ticket. Buy a ticket. Make, okay. a, make a donation. But my song of the week, because I'm getting excited for Pride, is Padem Padem by Kylie, Mino- Kylie Minogue. Oh, why don't we get, is this a new song? Is oh my God, it's new and it's all over the internet and it's like the unofficial Pride weekend song. Oh, well, I need Maybe to Maybe I'm just listen. making it the unofficial. You've made but. it. You, you've spoken. This is what's I'll happening. I'll play it for you. It is jazzy. And I recently learned. And you want to, you're going to want to dance to it. Um, but yeah, I, what am I most excited? Well, my, this is my birthday month. This is my birth <gasps> it month. It is your birthday month. Happy yeah. birthday to me. I don't know what I'm going to do for my birth this year. It's a weird. I know we didn't get tickets to we the event that we wanted to do, but. It's also like I'm turning 34, which is like a weird age. Like nobody cares that you're turning 34. Like 35 seems like a milestone. 30 is a milestone. 33 is cool. Cause it's like yeah. three, three. I feel like after 32, people stop caring. And I don't know what I want to do for my birthday this year. Well, you got to figure it out. It's only a couple weeks away. I know. I was thinking maybe we could do like a wine tasting event or something like that. I don't know. But that's what I'm most excited for. My birthday at the end of the month. Happy early birthday. And Nick's birthday is also in August. We're only 10 days apart. So I am struggling to come up with a present for him. I have no idea. Nick is one of those people who just like, if he wants something, even has an inkling that he wants something, he just gets it for himself. Yeah. So like, I can't, I'm not going to get him anything that's like, that he doesn't already I feel like have. men are hard to shop for. They because are. if you if you do like a Google search, it's going to like show you like golf, like golf and shit. like stuff that like, you're like, okay, our partners don't like that. Like, no, it's. Surprised me how like how many publications online just assume that every dude golfs every single one or like needs cufflinks on a daily basis. Yeah. And it doesn't it makes no sense. And we we need some some links for some gift ideas for the guys that aren't aren't golfers. Aren't golfers. And aren't like don't like live breathe like sports either or whatever. No, like both know? of our dudes like sports. Like yeah. they both are very big Saints fans. Adam likes soccer and all of that, but like, mm-hmm. there's only so much Saint shit I can get. Yeah, or Austin FC stuff. Yeah, yeah like it's just, I don't know. Um, but my song of the week, since you already shared yours, was Eyes Wide Shut, the Sickic remix. I thought it was Sidekick. It's Sickic, which is Sickic, um, by Elenium and Avril Lavigne. Those are the original artists, and it's just like. I'm not, again, I don't know that I, maybe I just don't like, maybe I'm not a boppy girl. Maybe that's not the kind of vibe that I have. <laughs> we're bubbly bops, Taylor. We're so bubbly. I feel like I'm bubbly. I just don't know that I'm boppy. Yeah. There's a differentiation. We're gonna, we're gonna call it. This has been a weird episode. If you've listened this far, you deserve a shout out. A, a on shout the next out. Episode. A high five. We'll buy you your next bottle of wine like literally your next bottle's on us yeah if you if listen you, to this episode and you comment on our post when we release this episode i will literally venmo it. you personally for a bottle of wine because 
Yeah. Yikes. This this was a this was one. This was this was an episode. They're not always going to be like this, but you know sometimes, sometimes they, they are. Will. Sometimes, and you know what? That's just fucking life. So, cheers, listeners! Thanks for being here with us. Follow us on Everyday Bubbly Pod on Insta. Talk to y'all later. See ya.